Welcome to episode one, season six of the podcast. We were just trying to figure out how many hours of recording we've done, and it's a lot. We'll have to celebrate when we reach 100, 100. episodes, I think. Yeah, we're going to have an hour. We're not cool enough to do giveaways. Not yet. <laughs> Hopefully by then. We have nothing to give away, but <laughs> we'll yeah, celebrate. We'll oh, celebrate. Hopefully by then. <laughs> well, um, in this episode, we're going to have a catch up as Andy is now in Ireland. Um, and uh, I know he's been doing some exciting things. Yeah, as he is diet face Posing, yeah, no, literally, as, as you came on, like, you look Because very different. Yeah, I yeah. yeah, the guys who watch the YouTube, they'll see the yeah, cheekbones. Very, yeah, clean shaven, cheekbones coming out. Mm. Can't say the yeah. same for us, the, but... The, the good life. I always laugh. One thing I hate, like, when I lose weight, it always comes off the face first. So I get, like, a diet face in Savage. Like, by the end, I'll be... <laughs> horrible my mum going like, I remember last time last show my mum like was shouting at Ollie but I'm oh. watching a video checking video of Ollie on my computer or phone I can't remember which one my mum thought it was a zoom call so she's shouting at him I look so ill <laughs> like, oh, that's such a typical mum thing to do <laughs> isn't like, it 40 years old woman calm down <laughs> well, all right. I, I was I was reading that quite a few women get Uh, filler in their face um, just because you know you do get so kind of gaunt looking and I guess yeah, that's, um, a lot of women look, yeah. you know red diet face make them look like crack addicts yeah. this this was for the WBFF so I guess they're judged for beauty as well yeah oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah so they were saying you know especially um, the older women sort of the 35 plus Um, would get uh, fillers. Oh. So people just get fillers anywhere in the UK. Like in the UK, fillers is well normal now. People get fillers I know like young people in their 20s Jeez. get fillers. It's that, that to me is just crazy. I mean, they're not, I think it's like hyaluronic acid, that stuff, which is, I mean, it is natural, but it's just, it's fine. It just seems sad that you're 20 and you feel you've got to get Again, when you look at a lot of the the women in WBFF and even, you know, 
whatever bodybuilding category and you know they're 40 50 plus and they look amazing and I mean whatever beauty treatments you want to do I think that's fine I just find it a bit sad if you're starting like in your late teens 20s but like you said it's that it's that pressure I think do what you want is you you know it's your probably your choice um it's just yeah sad where we are as a society there's so much pressure on younger people Mm -hmm. yeah because one not age they want to look like oh, in their early 20s, which will kind of, yeah, missing yeah. out. I think people do age, you know, and get better with age. But, um, to a certain degree, you know, talk about it all. No, but um, realistically, I do, I, you know, do what you want, but it's just sad where we are. As a like, you know, I always say this, it wasn't like this when I was younger, like, like you talk about pressures on men. Yeah. When I was younger, it just wasn't a factor. Like, you didn't have to look. I remember, I was probably about maybe 16, 17, 18, somewhere like that, where abs started getting talked about as guys should all have abs. Mm. But were like fit and lean. Like, I, I pretty much had abs at that age naturally, just because. Sports. I was lean. Yeah. yeah, I was just lean. Yeah, I was just like exercising. I didn't, yeah, I didn't. But I wasn't worried about what I was eating. They're just so busy, yeah, and I think that's the first time. What was his name? He was on um, Coronation Street. He was he started doing all these photos in magazines, and he had his abs out. And, you know, and I think that was kind of like a big thing for guys. But before that, and even like women, like when I was going, I was still the same. But it was like that sort of Kate Moss look. Yeah. Like before, like the skinny skinny sort of waif look and I'm glad that's not the current in look you know because it's, it's probably the least healthy it's trying to get skinny and people weird like I remember having you know a girlfriend who her body shape just wasn't like that you know she you know she much she's quite loving life right now you know she had you know, slightly bigger glutes all shots from swimming you know she, she looked great hourglass figure but she always wanted to look like someone like Kate Moss, you know. And you just can't. I was like, if I'm great, yeah, that's me. But it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy though how it's it's different for men and women. For men, mm-hmm. if I look at the magazines growing up and today, it's the same sort of look. For women, it's women's, different. That's true. It women's changes, changes so much. Either through, well, I guess, depending on what clothes are trying to be sold, what products but for men it's you know the usual abs arms shoulders well legs unless it's a bodybuilding magazine but for you know all the men's magazine it's the same look yeah Yeah. there's a like growing up we had superheroes oh yeah (laughs) there was like when i was younger less pressure to look like we knew they were like superheroes yeah the next day had to be normal life yeah that's that it's now that's just like we got guys, you know, just doing films, all of them, you know, and this is what people don't realise. Guys in the movie industry and women are taking so many performance enhancing drugs to get ready for films. Yeah, it's their job. Like, yeah, you can look at them from one film to another, or just before, but, you know, Hugh Jackman in Wolverine's a prime example of someone who dosed up massively, got huge and shredded for his film, and then, you know, went backwards, you know, after. 
you know, um, Chris Hemsworth, or got a generally good physique, but when you can see when he's in certain films, he's a little bit more jacked than others, you know. And that's okay, people, you know, films are there to be sold and it's a business, but there's people watching, I mean, young guys, and I've talked about this, I watched some of that um, Love Island. It's a weird show, very weird show. But. Actually, I watch it now, but not. I don't watch it. I watch uh, Paul Lima. You know, that huge uh, Instagram influences. very funny. Mm. Irish. Uh, he played rugby. Irish guy lives in London. But yeah. he does. I've worked with uh, James Smith. He does a lot of stuff with James Smith. Yeah. yeah. He's a he oh, does yeah. like commentary yeah. in Love Island. Yeah, the he? bold so duck his? guy. Bold guy. But, the Paul, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, yeah, yeah, he's a funny guy. guy. So I watch his commentary of Love Island because it's hilarious. Honestly, yeah. it's, it's I'm, sh- I'm sure Claire has seen him. He's 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 quite yeah, he's he's a funny guy. I'll, I'll show okay. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but he's he's hilarious. So I watch that. But all the guys have touch a guy now. Like because I know what happens is they go into the house and they want to be shredded, so they take steroids up to the house. We're all young guys in their early twenties. Mid twenties, and then suddenly we've been taking a lot, so estrogen levels are high, and suddenly we've got this drop off. Yeah. Because <laughs> now we can't take any to go on TV. On TV. And and now we've all got like puppy nipples, all of them. Like. Oh boy. But uh, yeah, because but it's like you know constantly that is a pressure now for young guys. I know. Yeah, you know, I've been messaged by guys in their early twenties asking about steroids. Yeah, like, true. Well, you, one, why are you asking me? Two, <laughs> stop asking. Just concentrate on doing everything right. You know, and you don't need steroids to look good at the beach. You don't need you know steroids to look good in the club. But you can do that naturally. Just get jack clubbing. It's uh, it's like we were we were talking with Wallace, and it's. It's the way now, if you start telling someone, yeah, I started training when I was 16, they're like, how old are you now? 40, and you're like, crap. <laughs> like, nope, so, I don't yeah, want there's that. that, like, exactly. this guy is telling me 10 exactly plus right. years. Yeah, I'm 40, yeah. started training when I was you know, 15, you know, yeah, maybe even sports. a little bit older because my dad had a gym garage. Yeah. But like, messing around, you it's, know, takes time. It's, it's that and, mindset. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to. You know, there's a difference between, and this is where I think, I think social media is a slight issue. You've got now, you've got more access to professional athletes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More access to like, you know, classic physique guys, men's physique guys. People think that's the norm, though. Yeah. And I think you see, you know, and because of the way the algorithm works, the feeds work, you know, you start looking at guys with abs. That's like mine, if you go to my search option, really was either it's all bodybuilders with the old random really muscular chick. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> where did she come from? Yeah, yeah. where did you come from? No, but seriously, um, that's how it works because you know it's a link because obviously a lot of my stuff's all about you know, bodybuilding and muscle. So where I've looked at it before, it just keeps generating. So if you spend a lot of time scrolling and looking at people with abs, you know, people you know, look a certain way. That's what you'll see, start seeing in your feeds. Yeah. You know, in your um, looking, I and mean, when you follow certain people, that's all you see in your story feed, uh, your, your post feeds. 
So you end up creating a really negative environment for yourself if you are someone who you know, isn't happy with the way they look and you start looking at all these people and then you start doubting the way you look because you know, you've already got negative self-belief, you start looking at them and you go, you know, why don't I look like this? And I think, you know, for young people, that's now the norm, you know? I think mm. social media, you know, I was already a grown man by the time social media started. I think I got Facebook in 2007. That. Yeah. I was only 27 years old. Yeah. Maybe I, was, I know there's some Bebo or some other weird stuff or that, but it wasn't part of that. Or MySpace. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I can imagine the pressure because I remember, you know, all the magazines and the goal was to look like Ronnie Coleman and I was trying all the creatine ways and I had no idea what steroids are. PDs like I just thought well they're 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 advertising that so that must be it so that is what I'm going to take eat and grow big and now you can imagine yeah now I'm I'm just thinking in terms of if I was now and I've seen that on social media and then now you know there's these drugs and you can get them here probably thinking like "Hmm, why not you know it's and, and that's the thing, it's, it's, a, it's a double-edged sword now. Yeah. A lot of guys talk about steroids now online, yeah. which is great for the educational side because a lot of them talk about it honestly and realistically. Yeah. But I also think the opposite side of that is it's more accessible. People mm-hmm. think it's more normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sadly, it is relatively normal a lot for your, a lot of young guys to pick it up. You're better off having the education. But it is just a way more accessible thing now. Yeah. Geez, when I was younger training in a gym, I went a dream going up to someone saying, you know where I can get something. Yeah, yeah. it's straight up. Winter talk on my, I get asked that all the time. Yeah, I don't know why you want that. Um, but anyway, yeah, we, you know, I, I just wouldn't have ever part of thought in no. my head of approaching a guy in a gym and asking for the steroids. It yeah. just wouldn't. Like, I used to train and I think the pressure when I was younger wasn't to look a certain way. It was to be really fit. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, playing rugby, like, I grew up in an era where people like um, uh, Rob Howley, Neil Back were playing rugby. And, you know, you were told what scores they were getting on their fitness tests, how much they could bench press. And some of these numbers just seemed obscene. I remember, you know, meeting Austin Healy played for England and arm wrestling him in the bar in Paris. Yeah, pretty drunk. Okay. Yeah. He's filming something. But, but he was so good at arm wrestling. And after that, I was like, how do I get better at arm wrestling? With no intention of ever being an arm wrestler. But <laughs> that's, the sort of, that's the sort of pressure I always felt growing up. It's like, trying to be fit to stronger. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, how can I achieve that? You know, how, how can I make that happen? And, but now you're like, well, all these guys taking performance answer drugs. That's the answer, obviously. When it's not actually the answer. Yeah. People need to explain the hard yards before these top-level pros start. Look at a lot of the guys. You know, turn turn pro naturally when natural shows, but when pro shows, actually, Keon. Keon Pearson, he, he turned pro naturally. Ronnie Coleman was natural for years. Yeah, he looked amazing. 
Well, I yeah, even yeah, saw um, Eddie posted a picture of himself today. Yeah, and he's 23 and he looks good. I'm like, wow. Big ass arms. Yeah. They <laughs> small arms, so like, Jeez, yeah. we're thinking with his biceps. Yeah. Like, watch out. It's like, chip in the ankles. <laughs> like, so, yeah, it. so funny. And I, I guess the, uh, it really is all about aesthetics now. And like you said in the movies, you'll see Chris Hemsworth or whoever, Hugh Jackson, looking jacked. And they're like, oh, well, they can do that in the space of a movie, you know? So I can get jacked like you know that, and then you hear someone being like, "Well, it actually takes ten years." <laughs> so same with all the women, and you know when you've got so much money in Hollywood and in films and music and everything else, they want people to look a certain way. So I think all the women, like you know, I know people like Jeff Vance, they take a lot of growth hormones to try and look younger. Mm-hmm. Increase, you know, water, then fillers, and everything else that we've talked about. I think it's just like we we look at the media as a whole, like be it movies, be it social media, as real life when it's when it's, it's not, not real life. Yeah. It is like a movie's a movie for starters, and mm-hmm. you, know, you realize that it's almost with all the CGI nowadays, even the normal films almost animated. You know, it's. You know, and when you look at magazines, it's purely nonsense for entertainment. You know, it's not real life. Yeah. People don't look like this 24 7. You see, nope. you know, if you ever spend time with one of these people, you see them wake up, you realize that's not how we look. And a lot of these guys, after they finish filming and they go into like take, stop taking tests or growth hormone or whatever they're taking, and we go to PCT. You go to that post cycle therapy stage, and we get a little bit softer, a little bit more, you know, dad bod. And then the magazines come out and say, "Oh, look at his dad bod." I think that was a, a case. It was like, yeah. yeah, we we are we are back. We had a uh, slight technical issue. Power Nairobi power cut. So, <laughs> yeah, we were. I can't, we're just... talking about um, dad bods, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I was saying like. You, you can't damned if you're doing damned if you don't if you're in the media because when you when you look jacked for a film everyone's like oh look at that guy he's jacked for a film but that's not sustainable the whole time they've been prepared so they've got to come off and then you know we get told we've got dad bods and to take someone like who was it Zach Efron he's a really good looking guy who even when he was yeah, he's been really in shape for something like Baywatch. And then he did that TV yeah. series on Netflix where he still looked good, had a you know, decent physique still, but it was in all the magazines that I've been a It's like That's you know. so unrealistic. We were yeah. we're we're watching um Arrow at the moment and uh I remember when it came out and all the women were like, Oh, he's <laughs> so gorgeous and it's uh I mean, that kind of physique is quite hard to keep year-round. Like, he is super lean. Yeah, like, like very... It's like the Athlean-X guy. Deficit all year, doing yeah. a lot of... Like, your training is just volume on volume on... Yeah. Burning calories on... It's never... But he's got eight seasons, so how... Yeah, you can imagine. That's hardcore, to look like that for uh-huh. eight seasons. Look, funny thing with Phil and TV shows is they can film them in quite a true yeah short period of time like an episode a day and then take mm. a break 
And then also, I guess with the professional athletes and actors, one thing guys forget is they have professional consultants mm-hmm. and medical team. care and team of nutritionists. Let's, 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 let's not confuse, you know, I, I put most about professional athletes. Yeah. And the reason they're lean all the time is their output. Mm-hmm. It's not to do with, they eat like horses. Yeah, you know, yeah. Be a professional athlete. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, for example, you know, like, you know, top CrossFit women in CrossFit Games. Yeah. So, like, um, Annie's Paul's daughter. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, she's got an amazing figure. Like, she's just like, you know, she, she, but she eats. You know, if you ever see, like, what she eats, she just eats all mm-hmm. the time. And then when we actually, yeah, you, would, you know, we had Sheena Miller on. Yeah. And she was saying, oh, she had to eat. And that's the reality. It's because the output's so high. And, you know, that's one thing I wish everyone could learn from things like the Olympics, CrossFit Games, is that, you know, you've got to, to really? you know, eat for your performance. Yeah. It's, I don't know, it's it's like, a, well, it's the same with bodybuilding because guys always ask me, oh, how, how do you get to over 200 grams of protein or how do you eat every day and and it's i find it a very hard question to answer because like say with me you and clear it's one of those things we we just do it's it's become <laughs> it's not really work or because of competing or it's, it's just the life it lifestyle well. yeah it's yeah you know, i had i have this chat with i had a very good chat with samson on Yes, we want um, to hear all then, about this as well. So we're going to just get this one minute. We, I was talking, I said, well, yeah, we were just, yeah, we were just after the session. Sorry, we're just switching Wi-Fi. That, uh, it'll, you can hear us now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. power came so, back, we were um, switching. Yeah, so we were just chatting and said, it's, people have unreal expectations of what it takes. Like, he's 300 Oh, he's 294 pounds. Yeah, no, he's, um, he's put on. So, you know, that takes food. That takes food. It's, yeah, it takes a lot of food. And, and as we said before, you know, he's a bit dieting bit. Although I still have 265 grams of protein in my diet. Like, wow, I have, that's hard. I have my, my, uh, my carbs are like 120 grams of carbs. Barely. I'm literally on 25 grams of rice for meals. <laughs> That's two tablespoons of rice meal, that's it. Why don't you go for potatoes? Yeah, it, it, See you in the land of potatoes. That's a... Yeah. <laughs> okay, so whatever's easiest to cook it like. Like, yeah. I burnt my rice the other day because I've got so used to using a rice cooker at home. Uh, I forgot I can't just leave it. Yeah. Can I watch it? Oh, jeez. Oh, I, com- I complain about 120 grams of rice. I can I can imagine. That, yeah, that's like, a... I can, yeah. 25 grams. Is too sweet. I don't, and I don't mind. I don't yeah, mind. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm lucky to be able to be prepping for anything. True. Yeah, there's a lot of people that, you know, their health won't allow that. But true, true, true. So I do it, and, you know, protein type, go, oh, yeah, fats are a little, see, I have a little higher fat, you see, blood glucose, as you say. Um, but yeah, we're right down this. So it's a couple of spoons of rice, but 
that's the thing though. People don't realise. They just see the, they see the photos on Instagram, and we think, oh yeah, no, that's easy. This is that. This, but to get to grow the muscle, you got to eat, and then you got to suffer a little bit of prep. You know how much you suffer depends on how long you prep. It's longer you prep, it's less you have to suffer at any one time. Yeah. But you know you have accumulation then. But yeah, one thing we're saying is like people who just say, "Hey, I'm going to turn pro." We've never done a show. We've never prepped for anything. You know, they're like, you know, it's been created by this sort of social media situation where people think they can just go get pro cards. <laughs> they compete, or if you can just compete, mm-hmm. you know, unless you've been in a couple of cycles of being able to gain muscle, lose muscle, gain muscle, lose muscle, you don't realize. Like, I always say, gaining is look, you know, the eating constantly when the meal takes you 45 minutes to eat and it's 11 o'clock at night, you're tired, you want to go to bed, <laughs> but you still go get your last meal in because you've been busy with work. It's not fun. It's just, just not, and especially when that's like really nutrient dense food as well, you know. It's yeah, it takes ages to chew that chicken. You just fed up chewing chicken. Yeah, you know, and that's that's and that's the reality. Like some days, just you yeah. know, yeah, your teeth hurt, your jaw hurts because you've been chewing so much meat. So. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying maintenance to be honest. When you say yeah, that, it reminds great. me maintenance of maintenance is the best place. Yeah, yeah but it's place. just you've been every day. Leon's like, should I cut? I'm like, why? It, it's, it's you're so happy. It's just social, like we say, it's social, a bit of social media pressure. We see like Andy well, prepping. No, it's <laughs> no, it's just I see you prepping. Then there's uh, my yeah. pal in the UK. Then those father prepping, and I'm like, it'd be, it'd be nice to just you know do a small. Then a day later, I'm telling her. I'm happy. Well, no, so, it gets, yeah. it gets to the evening where we're watching Netflix and, and he's like, getting his yeah. second bowl of crisps. And I'm, and like, I'm like, this is good life. You're not ready yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, I'm enjoying my, um, well, chocolate when I when I can because I, I try to keep it in the evenings. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm not ready. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not there yet. Plus, I'm not, I'm, I'm doing well at 99 to 101 kilos. I feel good. Yeah. I feel fit. So every day, I think past two weeks, we have this conversation with Clea. I'm like, maybe I should cut. Yeah, be nice. Then in the evening, I'm like, nah. But we know After we've done seeing the, Andy's stories, no. But you just think like maintenance is such a great goal. Like it everyone is, always is. thinks it has to either be something super extreme, like, you know, shredding or do it, you know, yeah, something true. crazy. And it's like literally just being in maintenance is such a great place to be. And... Um, yeah, and I, I, I think I had a good bulk, so the maintenance is, is I'm, I'm, I'm in a perfect spot, to be honest. I, I never thought I'd be able to say I'm enjoying like a long, good maintenance phase, strength is up, and yeah. But it looks yeah. yeah, maintenance is where the performance should be at its best. Mm-hmm. And you, feel, you, you generally feel the best because you get enough nutrition to to enjoy, you know, enough nutrition to have a decent gym session. Like, you know, sometimes when you're gaining, it's great initially, but then you start, you know, because digestion starts slowing oh, down, yeah, yeah. you start feeling a bit more uncomfortable when you train. Big but maintenance is like the perfect, you know, it is what it is, perfect spot. It's like, you know, homeostasis. Yeah, true, true, <laughs> but, true. 
because uh, yeah, I've not had like any sort of plateau or slump in energy moods. It's so it's it's because everyone is uh, like even on Instagram DM. It's like, are you bulking or cutting? So I tell guys, no, yeah. I mean, <laughs> sort of a you know, just in a recon phase, building. It's going to take longer, but it's still building, but just in a maintenance. And you can see there's sort of question marks, and they're like, how, how, what is he talking about? He's not bulking or cutting. And so there's, there's that where people still don't understand a lot about the maintenance phase. And even like Claire was saying, even a lot of women, maintenance is yeah. just so amazing for, you know, hormonal health, well, I think training. Probably, yeah. Way more women should spend time in maintenance. Problem is, women spend a lot more time in calorie deficit. Oh yeah. They rarely are women in a calorie surplus. Generally, it's women spend the majority of time in a deficit. Yeah. And that is where the issue lies. Yeah. But I think that the even more problematic than that is it's not even a proper deficit. No, because yeah. they don't know how to set it up so it's like in and then out and then in and then <laughs> out so even you know, in the same day it's yeah. like deficit all day until the evening when they sit down in front of the tv you know they're so hungry you're just picking on everything everything <laughs> yeah and it's just so inefficient that's why i always say you've almost got to earn your right to be in a deficit True. you know it, and just do it properly and i you know whenever i start with a new client i just tell them up front you're not going to get you know, your goal physique in just one fat loss phase? Probably not. You know, like you said, you've got to go through a few of these cycles, um, you know, because you, you'll spend, I mean, ideally I'd love everyone to spend six months or more at maintenance, but that's just, women cannot get past that mental hurdle of that. So it's like minimum. I also think yeah. when people pay the coaches, they see it as like, they want to see some sort of result. And, mm-hmm. and with maintenance, with the results that they're getting, it's what they can't see. Yeah. What they're doing <laughs> is they're building those good habits and health, internal health. Mm-hmm. But they can't see that, so they don't care about that. That's the problem. It's a bit like, I always say, when you're selling a car, people don't even care what the car actually looks like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone goes, oh, pop a bonnet up, and I've seen men all looking, pretending like we all know what yeah. we're looking at. But we don't have a clue. To be honest, so people buy with their eyes, and I think that's the same with anything. Everyone buys with their eyes, and I think a client will expect want to see results, and that's half the issue because they're not thinking about what's the broader picture. And even if you say to them, you still don't understand that, you know, a bit like you'll have a, you know, there's always these challenges of clients where you say, Hey, you know, yes, you're losing weight, but I think. You know, let's slow it down a bit because you know I know yeah you know, you're overtrain under even on what I'm giving you because you just keep going back to type. You know, you want to do more cardio because you want to see results quicker. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the problem with that is you know when you try to explain the whole thyroid situation, the hormone situation, but all they in their mind see is that scale weight slowing down instead of going. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm losing weight. But yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I have to say, look at me, you've lost weight, but have you does have you changed the way you look really? Yeah. But now I'm just kind of, you know, just sort of skinnier, you know, not yeah. like any more toned, any more toned. So mm. well, yeah, that's because you, you know you're just starving yourself and doing too much exercise. Yeah. 
because you that's the reality people because people just want to see these things that we've been sort of indoctrinated to believe happening like the scale weight must go down yeah or the you know i must see abs or i must see this when actually the biggest change should be internal internal health because i remember i had a client who was like uh, my the weight on the scale is uh, is still the same. It, it was like a kilo down. Then the next statement was like, "But man, I broke a PR. I feel so strong, and I've been sleeping well. And even yesterday we went for a walk with you know uh, the kids. And then after that, I'm like, just I was doing the check in, and I'm like, just read that statement again. You said you're not happy with your weight, and then." The yeah. next statement exactly. was like just happening. But everything else is good. Yeah. That's the point. Like, look at all the other points you think. That is just one point I've all these questions yeah. <laughs> that hasn't changed. Like, everything here is the good stuff. This, and I say, well, um, all of what we do, the scales are like the least important thing. The least. Yeah, like, you know, it's just there as a biofeedback. Um, yeah. But I was saying to one of my clients yesterday, I was like, you know, like, oh, yeah, the scales, my phone, the scales are a bit frustrating, which sort of slowed down. I was like, yeah, but how do you feel? How do you feel? Do you feel, you know, how lean do you feel? You know, and I was like, well, what we're actually going to do is not cut your calories. We're going to do the opposite. I'm going to give you a refeed for 48 hours. Yeah. Put your calories up. You know, we're not worried too much about the scale. You are in a good place. Let's just have 48 hours. And that was, you know, if the scales go up even more, great. You know, it's also great. Yeah. If you go down, great. But just eat forty eight hours a decent amount of food then then yeah, we'll see next week. Yeah, no, it's it's it that it really is a, a mental thing, but I find a lot of women as well, like after being at maintenance, just initially it's really difficult, but then they're like, Wow, this is really good in terms of just being quite freeing from you know always thinking about you have to reduce mm. and you know like when their weight sort of plateaus i'm like that is a good thing we want that you know if it yeah. goes up even better you know you just got to completely change your whole mindset to that and it's yeah it's it's such a rewarding phase but again when i start with clients i'm like you know you need to think really long term like a year or more of actually achieving what you want to achieve which will often change during you know the the coaching like they'll be like i want to weigh x but after you know however many months they're like actually it's it is more how i look and feel rather than being weighing a certain number yeah but just just yeah just i think again social media everyone sees the we've discussed before the 12 week transformations and i'm like well, my 12-week transformation will be us getting used to each other and uh, you <laughs> eating more. I, I, I do sort of like my own fee structure. The fact that, you know, I, yeah, it's like a monthly, or I do a free monthly price. Not because we want to get results in three months, but I think it may be look at that because I mean, some people think if they pay for that, they're going to see results in those three months. And you will see some results, but it may not be the results you expect. Yeah. You know, yeah. It may be, depending on how you are when you come to me, you know, how good are your habits, what you've been doing? Because actually, if your habits are terrible to start with, that's the first thing we're going to do, is get you into good habits. And I spend a lot of time saying and check-ins, like, this week, I don't want you to worry about your carbs and fats. Let's just focus on the protein. Let's get the protein up to 
XYZ, yeah. You know, well, yeah, you know, 120 grams, 130 grams, or whatever it is. Let's get it to there. And then we'll start tackling the other stuff the following week. Once I know you can reach that and you can replicate that, then we can do it, start messing around with everything else. So until you're actually eating enough, it's quite hard to, to do a check in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because, you know, I don't, you know, you, because you're, you know, you're, your tracking's all like this, you know, I don't even really, you know, your steps all like that, you know, I don't really know. We've got to get a baseline for your activity and baseline for what you're consuming, and then we can adjust. But when it's up and down and yo yoing around, it's, it's really hard to. I say, yeah, I always say, you know, the biggest thing, the biggest skill you can have is consistency. Mm-hmm. I'd rather you be consistently off <laughs> and over, but the same yeah. every week, or consistently under the same every week, because then I'll just say, Oh, well, you're consistently under the wind's going to reduce your steps by this much because you're, you're actually consistently eating less than we want, but at least it's consistent. It's the same. Yeah, true. It's the same. When it's up and down and yo-yoing around, that's, that's where it's hard to sort of, you know, plan. Yeah, no, completely. Um, but I want to hear more about your opposing yeah. session with Samson. Yeah, we had a couple of sessions now. As we go, you know, Samson's such a nice guy. We have, a, we have quite a lot of chats, actually. Um, about random stuff. Um, yeah, no, so working with Samson, who, anyone who doesn't know Samson, there is an episode with him on. Don't know, what season was it? Like two back? Four? No, no, I think four. it was season four, yeah. Yeah, that was four. Yeah, so uh, really nice guy. So yeah, working with him, great poser. Um, yeah, and doing online. And then when I get the chance, before the show, I'll probably try and. Um, see him face to face wow that'd be so cool so, yeah no but it's, it's good um yeah we're you know i'm like what seven weeks out now um not coming in too lean at the moment because you don't want to flatten out so it's just gonna be so it's gonna be cut to the wire but purposely done mm. although now my calves just being slashed and burned and yeah you know, yeah. Like, you know, cardio every day, so, but, yeah, 15,000 steps every day. Yeah. So I'm doing, you know, but I find 15,000 steps easy, but, you know, do it. Just well, walk I, around yeah, Dublin. Yeah, I think it's easier. <laughs> I not, do it when I'm at home, I do sort of yeah. 14,000 on a day. Nice. So what it means is I have now, I added a break into my morning from work just to get up and walk around the garden twice. Mm-hmm. That's then another couple of thousand steps done. Okay. Yeah. So if I go to my evening walk with five to six thousand steps already, I'll now get back to my walk and be over fifteen thousand steps. Mm. Like when I'm at home here, I know I think because I walk everywhere here. Yeah. Walk to the shops. Yeah. You know, like even if I pop up, walk to the gym is going to be, you know, round trip probably five thousand. We go to the gym twice today. I do my training. I go back in the evening for some oh, cardio. Nice. Yeah, you're yeah. done. That's good, yeah. That's that's yeah. Um, I think I think you were saying you were looking for some posing shorts. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> yes. I was like, board shorts, but I forget you have to wear the little. Uh, yeah, and uh, the yeah, trunks. Yeah, you know. And here yeah, in Nairobi, you just you, you well, you just can't go into like a you know Mr. Price and hope they have a. Or yeah, even like the I was supermarket. even looking just to go to like the capital and buy like speedos. Yeah. Practice. Yeah. Can't even do that. Yeah. They don't even have speedos anymore because, uh, you 
Okay, but fashion, swimwear fashion's changed. Moved a bit from speedos. Oh, that's a shame. No, but, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you you find them here. It's here just, you go to Mutumba. It's it's amazing how Mutumba is the only place you Posing will, and, and they actually know what they are. So yeah, we do they. Yeah. Because um, Dan, the guy, he, he did that. Uh, still still staying to someone else's tan. Oh. <laughs> Luckily well, not. Well, you just hope it is just the tan. <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, Dan got, got some. Because uh, every guy I asked, uh, Wallace, everyone was like, ah, you know, Gikomba, man. Like, that's like, and I'm like, huh, interesting how that's the only. And uh, when Dan... <laughs> Yeah, when Dan called this guy, he was like, "Yeah, I have two, you know, like, like quick, like that, that, that." And you're like, "Wow, it's uh, it's amazing." For, for those who are not familiar with this, these are sort of secondhand clothes markets here. Oh yeah, yeah, it's in, the uh, biggest one in Kenya. Yeah, and yeah, you can get anything. Like, and this yeah. is a funny thing is like, I always laugh in the UK when they do little clothes collections. Mm. People think they're giving clothes, and we're going to go to some sort of African oh, village. Oh yeah. <laughs> People just don't understand what actually happens. Yep. Like uh, they put into massive auctions and sold off big yeah. job lots, and they turn up in Kenya. Yeah, yeah I, know, think... I did hear organised crime was massively involved in the tumbo as well. Oh, yeah, mm. there are there's a lot, of, there's a lot of money involved in it. <laughs> yeah. like, basically, it's the auctions that make money for the charity. Oh yeah. So Oxfam, they sell the clothes, whatever. Yeah. They make the money from the auction. Not that they're just giving clothes to people in villages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's amazing. You, you, and it's, it's the thing is, you find the designers of designers there. It's, it's not like yeah. you, you find amazing. You know the like. I think I saw someone with the NPC posing trunks, like the one they give you. And you're like, where is like, yeah, you know, you yeah, come you can back. Get... Yeah, I've seen some great stuff. I've seen guys walking <laughs> yeah. along in the Welsh rugby shirt. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at this random fellow wearing a Welsh rugby shirt. Or like, my favourite is when I see people walking around with something like a Royal Mail jacket or uh... a Tesco's fleece. <laughs> and it just makes me laugh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's because uh, I remember, that's where I used to get, when I used to uh, play football, my shoes and... Uh, Jazzies, ah, oh, you just tell you the guy even get if you get shoes, yeah. Man- Manchester. Oh yeah, a friend of mine did get squat mm. shoes uh, last, yeah, last month. You probably get some really nice classic football shirts. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. as in because like when people go put stuff into the charity bag here, it's usually because they don't wear it anymore. Mm. So you get some of these really older ones, which yeah. are now kind of almost retro. Yeah. They're actually quite vintage, so. Yeah, that's a good thing. You get like a really old Manchester United shirt with shark written across the front. Yeah, I, I have a Sheffield Wednesday. I don't even know if okay. they still play. Yeah. Uh, when they had yeah. the Chupa Chups, the lollipops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, I've kept it very, it's, it's still neat and folded, but it's a, it's one of their first chases when they were in the league. And I don't even know if they're anywhere close now. So. They're nowhere, Chip. Yeah, not in a higher league. Yeah, when I was big in football t-shirts and yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I think the market here is, I mean, I just bought a second-hand bicycle and I love that you can do that here. You know, you can literally get anything. Um, Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so that's my new cardio. Yeah. It's very, it's very effective. So that's, that's, uh, I want to just ask, like, one thing that baffles me about 
one of the battles me is spin bikes. Mm. Why has no one made a comfortable seat for a spin bike? You don't, don't want you to be comfortable. They, I don't understand. They need you to I buy the. Why the seats have to hurt so They need you to buy the the gel covering. That's how the they make their money. Gel covers exactly. Like, why are they, they not standard? Money. You can buy gel covers, but why are they not on the saddle as a standard? I know. They, yeah, <laughs> True. yeah, they, they should oh, be. They are the most uncomfortable it is, things. Like when you spend yeah. an hour a day doing, like, you know, I split mine up, so I would be half hour fasting or 40 minutes. It's kind of 40 minutes, 40 minutes. Because, yeah. You know, it takes some time to build the head So, um, but a day, like, when I was back in Kenya in my office, the first yeah. thing in the morning, we'd just all go to bed at night. Before you have the ocean shower, mm. but I do it again. Um, but the seat, like you know, it's like waking up in the morning knowing you're going to sit on that seat again after yeah. being on the night before. It's like, oh, oh no, it's that's where you, you, yeah, you that's it's easy when the Olympics is on. Yeah, it's like, just like especially when the cycling's on. So yeah, you. <laughs> you just have to get a, a nice hand towel, put it there, otherwise, hand towel. like a towel folded. I'll chop a cushion on that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, otherwise, it, I remember trying to do spinning when Trojan was there and I did two classes and I said, I, like spin, I used to like spin classes. It's just but, the seat. But you can stand, like on mine, I yeah, stand. I used to stand a lot. Yeah. But when you're doing like steady state yeah. cardio. Yeah. Get comfy, but like I use light spin classes. Although a lot of the spin instructors are just making it up as they go along. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like one thing I used to in the UK be like, oh, we're gonna do it over the hills. So you go crank it up, crank it down, crank it up. They were good fun. But like you know, I think it's just got a bit too crazy now. Yeah. You know? Some yeah. like some of the gyms here are like so dark and nightclub-y. I went around. I you know I went and visited like. Like, like squinting my eyes, trying to see in the dark. Like, no, it's strange. Yeah. Um, you know, so it is. It is. It is like clubbing. Yeah, no, but, <laughs> but it is. Yeah, spin spin classes are interesting when they start making you know when they start making you do crazy curls on a bike and. No, that was stupid. Like with little dumbbells, and <laughs> yeah. you're like. Yeah, see, that we, is... we don't see that so much in the UK. They like. It, the spin instructor certification for a lot of the big spin. It's expensive. It's really hard. Yeah. I was looking at it. I'm like, it is expensive. Yeah. And it's it's yeah. it's cycling. It's not. It's not. Yeah, you like just I got a friend with... who he sold his gym. Yeah. He owned a gym in Cheltenham, really good gym. He sold it so he could focus on being a spin instructor in London. Oh, moved, nice. Suddenly makes more money as a, like a spin instructor at these high end spin studios. Yeah. They yeah. ever did as a gym owner, yeah. and um, yeah, the course is expensive. Yeah, the there was a a good spin studio at the landmark opposite um, in in Karen, and I did a few classes, and the guys were good. Like it was a nice, like you're cycling, you know, you, it's it's just cycling. You're not doing. I don't know abs on the chair. Well, and, nowadays it's like anyone who's who, who has abs as a PT. It's like anyone's like, oh, I'm a, a spin instructor now. And this is what this is what annoys me a little bit because I had a client and she goes to the gym and she'd be doing a program and like one of our gym instructors come over and go, oh, you don't want to do that and start doing oh, yeah. that exercises. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh, like, it's the worst. She paid the block of sessions. Yeah. But then mm. decided she was going to join up with me. It's okay, right? If you want to still use your train, just get in a follow-up for plan. Then 
but then they want to do extra stuff because they want to show that they're worth their money. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's and the, have them doing overhead cleaning presses and stuff like that, you know. It's like... Yeah. Get in a bit of sweat and burn. That's true. All, yeah. I, I think all my clients have, uh, the ones who go to gyms here, same, same thing. They've come and they're like, oh, guess what? Trainer came and they asked me if they can help, why I'm doing this and that. And good thing is that we use the true coach and she, uh, they just go like, I'm, I'm following my coach. And it's one of those like, oh. No, but all they say like, oh, that will never, yeah, you know, burn fat for you. Or that's for beginners. Say, oh, that's it's true. Basic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're like, uh, it's the <laughs> yes. same, the same sentiments. It's true. It's <laughs> just because things show me value, but like, but then I've been sent videos of like a leg press that they're doing with a leg coach and they're doing like half reps. I'm like, no, what is that guy even doing with you? No, yeah. just Sadly. do full reps. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It, it's Another good. way, bring, bring your knees up towards your chest. So again. But it, it is the same because uh, I'd say even when starting out, there was, I remember working in the gym, there's that sort of competition and everyone goes to youtube to look for the most complicated most yeah to come and show clients the next day so other clients can see and think "Ooh, i want to do that you know i yeah, want like to jump doing and it. i always say to guys like my training is pretty boring in the sense that you'll do a lot of the same exercises block and block is in like we have some core exercises we want you to progress at yeah. but I'll say what's not boring is the rep ranges yeah um, cluster sets intensifiers but also the intensity you bring if you're giving it your all True. there's no way you can be bored if True. you're pushing yourself to your limits you shouldn't be bored 100% but I do a chest press is a chest press I still do it nearly every single block I train yeah no but I'm getting stronger yeah well you do a variation and like I, I often start people out on strength phases like um instead of sort of higher rep ranges because I, I most women who come to me that's what they've been doing they've mm. been doing 15 20 reps so 15. we start with now like a five to seven and they find it so so hard to adjust to that um yeah reduce the volume yeah mm. like, but i have people like this moan about oh sessions being quicker yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, well, yeah, maybe, but if you're taking like maximum, it doesn't matter how long your session is. Maximum intensity is maximum intensity. Mm-hmm. You know, whether that's done on a shorter rep range, so your session finishes in all, or done a longer one with higher volume, by the time you finish your session, you should feel the same way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, just a quick one before we wrap up today. So, I was just reading more about supplements. Um, yeah. And. One of them was better alanine, and I know it's in pre-workout, but the study was saying that you actually need to take it for sort of, I think it was seven days before you actually saw the effect. So better alanine helps with recovery. Yeah, and because when you, when you train, if you remember from our energy uh, systems episode, you know, if you're using the the glycolytic pathway at some point you feel that kind of burn mm-hmm. that kind of fatigue in your muscles and those are hydrogen ions that build up and taking better alanine can help with that um but i don't know have you ever taken it just like on its own yeah, yeah. I know you can get it as a set yeah. i've thought about getting it separate but 
I've never taken it outside of a pre-workout. Same. Maybe because it's also one of those things in a pre-workout where if it's, you have too much beta in a pre-workout, it makes you itchy. Oh, yeah. yeah. So if you take too much, you, you want to literally scratch your face off before you do something. I, 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 I get it all the time because yeah. I observe them. Like, it really yeah. So actually, I try to get lower beach calories. Because yeah. I, I worry about. Because I think the study was showing like if you take half dose like <clears throat> in the morning and then a half dose in the evening, you don't yeah. get that. It's more steady. Uh, yeah. Interesting. So, but then I guess it'd be hard to find a pre-workout without. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, yeah. you can't get pre-workouts without it now. Yeah. There's quite a lot without it, but yeah. there's a lot with it. And I'm okay with that as long as the dosing's okay. Yeah. It's when they go because it's a cheaper product, mm. so a lot of the pre workouts have high beta alanine. Yeah. Because it's a vasodilator, so it helps you get a pump as well. Yeah. It helps you be, you know, more vascular. So it's in there for that reason, more for a mm. cosmetic reason mm. than actually for that fatiguing mm. element. It does help with that, but to be overdose it to start to fill out the product because it's one of the cheaper parts. Yeah. Components, but um, yeah, and then you get the itchies. Yeah, 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 gosh, it's so interesting how like aesthetics is everywhere, isn't it? Like in mm-hmm. your pre-workout, in this and that. So <laughs> you tell if a product's got really soft and big problems with each other. It's like they'll be like bright red. Yeah. Or it's like the other one, vitamin B, when we put the niacin into products, so mm. we get niacin flush. But because you know some products will just fill stuff up with. Yeah non-proper-dosed products because it's just cheaper, yeah. 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 And when you're looking at building a product, when you go to a, a product manufacturing company, they also have off-the-shelf things. So a lot of the cheaper pre-workouts you can see on sale are literally the most basic ones, straight off-the-shelf, re-labeled. Mm. When you sit down with a, a, a subtle manufacturer, you start changing it. That's where costs go. And, you know, I've been in this process a little yeah. bit, so... I know what it's like when you're trying to get actually clinically dosed products, the price is a lot higher. And that means even lowering dosing, because when you've lowered certain powders, you've got to increase something else. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of the time it's easier for cheap products to pump a load of the, the headliners in, mm-hmm. like beta melanine, yeah. you know, creatine, or you know, really high caffeine. Yeah. Yeah, it must be yeah. good. Um, I was listening to a, a, a Mind Pump podcast yesterday, and they were like, the caffeine amount has doubled in pre workouts in like yeah. the last 10 years. Like, insane. And I'm sure a lot of people drink caffeine, like coffee, on Already, top yeah. of your pre workout. Well, like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it has all gone up. People are drinking, I see people drinking espresso, then going to the gym, taking uh, pre-workout. I've stopped taking caffeinated pre-workouts, generally, because I train in the evening. Yeah. I occasionally do it if I train in the morning, but I work out, actually, my daily caffeine. I don't drink tea or coffee. Yeah. Yesterday, I was a little bit more, I had extra can of monster. Yeah, I saw on your stories. <laughs> I didn't even realise what a time was. Yeah. I drank it, and I let the water up. Oh, no. I <laughs> I fell asleep, great. I still slept. Yeah, you know, I'm not very caffeine sensitive. Mm. But I also forgot I had a green tea from Starbucks. Jeez. Oh, mm-hmm. So I was probably a bit high on caffeine. But normally, I will literally have 
two cans of Monster, no pre-workout now. Yeah. I have a pump for me a pre-workout for the evening session. That is it for the day. No tea, no coffee. And I'm so. guessing your water intake is high too. Yeah, yeah. water intake's always yeah. generally high, about always over six liters. Yeah, I'll be cranking up. Yeah. yeah. But th- I think the problem there is like people associate gym, oh, I must take pre workout. Mm-hmm. You know, there's these certain things that, you know, if you do start training, you're like, oh, well, I must get this without kind of understanding like what yeah. is in a pre workout? Do I need that? And exactly. I prefer the pump formulas generally. The non, I don't actually the non-stim one. But it's quite funny. If I feel tired going into the gym after a few sessions, after a few reps, I start waking up anyway. Yeah. I've never, I've never like gone to the sessions. Oh, I'm so tired. I can't do this. I've never, yeah, because I wouldn't train if I was that tired. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've not slept the night before. I didn't think that should mess me. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, I don't need. I don't find. I do love. I love a pre-workout because of like taste, but. Mm. Yeah, and a lot of um, and especially a lot of the cheaper ones, is high caffeine. I prefer the pumped formulas now because I like to train in the evening now after a few meals. Um, but you know, like I've, I've ordered some supplements here, and if it turns up, I'll it might. I think I order total war in there just because I'm gonna train at different times of the day. Yeah, you know, because uh, see what happens. You know, but then I'll I'll scale down any other caffeine to that. Yeah, because uh, I tried, well, I've never done non-steam pump formula, so Simon... For some reason, they're not very well stocked in Kenya. Yes. Like, the pain game barely ever have a, they've never had a pump only product, because they're the least sellers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, people he, want them. But if you were buying them, people didn't know what they're talking about. Yeah. I, I did pick one up, though, yeah. an EVL one out of a health for you. Yeah, he sent us a sample, and... It was amazing because you don't get the highs and lows of a uh, high yeah. caffeine pre-workout, and and you get more. Well, the thing is, with the caffeine-based ones, you don't get a lot of the decent other pump stuff. Yes, yes, yes. Right? yes. So you get like filled with caffeine. Yeah. But what people <laughs> don't realize is, you look at the caffeine on the back, and that may not be the total caffeine. So you'll see something say caffeine, but then there's like green tea extract. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, other other caffeine other things that products, actually yeah. add up the total caffeination amount is really high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I think you know. You like, should have more than three fifty in any pre workout. That's like yeah, that's, top. That's, that's a lot of caffeine. And now there's some. Yeah. With, yeah. They, there's some with up to nine hundred, man. Oh, well, yeah, insane. like the uh, Rich Piano one, the crazy one. I think it's five hundred. Yeah, like pre- I had that. I once took two scoops. That's what I'm saying. I had to sit down. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's, it's like it's like even what uh, Clea said. Because I I like my coffee and coffee is just it's a drink. I drink it and then say I have a pre workout. I used to notice it's like you you just have to sit down because you're you're woozy but you're psyched up. You're pumped up to go but you can't and it, it just confuses you and uh, it, I've got, it's a I've bit got a client who's trying to um get me a sponsorship of monster in kenya nice right <laughs> um, he, he, he spoke to he knows he knows some people who know me yeah. i'm always posting that because i like it but as uh, i say i don't drink tea or coffee yeah yeah you, yeah so therefore that is my caffeine two cans of my caffeine for the day and i make sure i, I time when i have those so i have them with two meals early on so me having them with a meal mm-hmm. just purely because i like the idea of the caffeine that buffering effect 
know, there's other science that says caffeine can help buffer fat storage. I'm on, I'm on prep, so I might as well give it a go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, when you have it with a meal. So, that, but then, then in my first, my early two meals, and then after, I don't have any for the rest of the day. I yeah. may have the Coke Zero, though, which has a bit of caffeine. Yeah, I mean, I've, <laughs> I'm trying now not to drink caffeine first thing and have it with a meal. So I, 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 I wake up and have the EAAs. In, I have EAAs, yeah. but I have a dissolvable multivitamin I drop mm. in. Nice. And so that, the EAAs yeah, are hydration, and then I come out, uh, I get one of those effervescent multivitamins. Yeah. So I know my first drink of the day, love vitamins, rehydration, good to go. No, and it's, it's key, but I think, you know, we talk a lot about supplements, but, y- you know, we're, we've done this for a long time, and, like, we understand them. There's no point just taking supplements for the sake of it, taking your pre-workout for the sake of it, taking EAAs for the sake of it. Like, as always, get your basics first, and then think, what's going to benefit me more? Like, if you're a vegan or vegetarian, then you might be like, okay, creatine and the essential amino acids, that might work for me, you know, if... If you think you need a pre-workout, you know, you can think about it, but most people don't. You don't need it, you, mostly. Yeah. If, you, if you drink coffee, you don't need it. Most of the yeah. pre-workout, if you've eaten, if you've timed your meals right, you also don't really need it. Yeah. I always say, when I do my client consultations, that they ask about supplements, they the only supplements you actually should probably have are your omega oils, because I know you're not eating enough oily fish. Mm-hmm. Be free, because I know you work in an office. So you're not out in the sun all day, right? And creatine. And they go, oh, what's a creatine for? And I say, it's nothing to do with your muscles. I said, don't worry about that. That is one thing it's used for. But the science around brain health Mm -hmm. and degenerative brain uh, conditions, I think it's more important for that, just to have, for everyone to have every day, three three grams to five grams a day, just for brain health. And I'm happy. What about pre-workout? You don't really need it. What about weight? So the only time I'll tell you to take weight is if you're not eating a protein mm-hmm. target and you're struggling to get protein in. Yeah. And I'll say, then, add a little yeah. bit of weight to your day and you're going to talk about Yeah, because otherwise you can spend a fortune. I mean, pre-workouts are oh. expensive. Um, yeah. You know, and if you're buying this and that, and that, it's like supplements just take you to the next level by like a couple of percent. Yeah. You know, it's... And unless you've got the basics first, that... They're probably not even going to do anything for yeah. you. Supplement. Yeah. The word in the title is to supplement your diet. If your diet is good enough, you need less supplementation. Yeah. yeah, and and a lot of people on pre-workout and all the supplements don't even train hard enough to, yeah, to benefit to be. from oh, whatever, the, yeah, whatever the pre-workout is supposed to. I say this all the time. Yeah. like when people ask you for refeeds or, you know, or, you know, Cheat day, well, what we actually, yeah, what we actually done. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, point. it's like if you're not training hard enough, you don't need a deload. That's the other thing. It's like, once you, if your intensity is high, you need these things, and you'll know you need these yeah. things. Yeah, those people, if you're not begging for a rest day, you're not training hard enough. I True. need my like when I get to a rest day, I need that rest. Day. I'm like, thank God it's a rest day. I'm sure. My body's broken. I've been really, yeah, especially these last few months, I'm really pushed myself in all my mm. sessions. And when rest days come, I'm just like, thank God. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Like, uh, leave a rest day. Then I'm going to go, yeah, 
if you don't have that feeling going into rest day, you're probably not. No, I'm not saying you should always feel that way, but you know, you should be know where your intensity of your session goes. And there's been need people who can say, I don't really need rest days. I train five, six days a week. You know, yeah. or seven two, days a week. Two. Yeah, I, you know, or two sessions a day, five days a week. It's like, well, you're not probably those sessions training hard enough. Yeah, there's 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 mm-hmm. something lacking for sure. Yeah, so if you're if you're a six day, twice a day training, and you're like, yeah, I, I can go for another hour, might be time to check your your. Because your it's program. not about like the mental part. It's easy. I could go. I could train every day. Force myself to go to the gym. Literally, my body couldn't handle it. No. Yeah. yeah. Big no, you Love you it. really don't need to. You really don't need to. Um, and yeah, same yeah, with supplements. True. You know, if if you've got certain aesthetic and performance goals, they can help you for sure. Like Andy in prep, you know, you yeah. you know when calories get so low, then supplements can really really help. Do love a multivitamin. Mm. Big time, like, it? yeah. Multivitamins, but I like dissolvable ones because then I can just. As to the water, doesn't it? Yeah, mix it all up. And then, like, now I'm in a deficit. I found the EAAs, they'll come in handy to just push my first meal back. Carbex is just a game changer. With EAA, Mm -hmm. this is something Dr. Dean told me, is they will spike your blood glucose. Mm. Although it's not food, your body has a similar reaction to it. Okay, interesting. Amazing. So if you've got, like, a little bit diabetic, pre-diabetes, you may be a little bit careful. Because I will have my EAAs in fast my first meal. Yeah. So I tend to have EAAs at bedtime because I know I'm gonna not be eating till eleven and prep. I always yeah. try to push back my first meal as far as possible. But you know, you will have blood glucose from the EAAs. How much do you take in a in a go? Um, I never do a full scoop. Oh, mm-hmm. I said for my intra training yeah. scoop. But like most of the time, like my pre-bed ones, like half a scoop, my morning ones. So that's like five grams. That's Mm. yeah. yeah. Because it was when we were listening to, I think it was the podcast of Biolane with uh, the the, doctor. Doctor, um, what's his his name? name, And and it was either him or Martin McNutrition about BCAAs and everything and how. You know, everyone's like, oh, well, it must be better if I sip all this stuff throughout oh, yeah. the day. But it's like, no, you actually need it to go down. Yeah. yeah. And you need, you know, so it has to go below a certain threshold and then come up to spike yeah. protein synthesis, mm-hmm. like muscle building. Because everyone's like, you know, you see all your Fitfluencer cute chicks drinking BCAAs all day. And oh, it's yeah. like, oh, I'm muscle building all day. And it's like, nope. no, you're actually not. That is, you know, ironically... The opposite. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I always say? You know, BCAA sipping all day causes depression because it blocks serotonin and tryptophan uptake. So don't sip BCAAs all day. Or EAAs all day. I mean, or it's, EAAs, yeah. it's probably silly because you've got BCAAs in. Is it? Yeah. So don't, be <laughs> don't be sipping, <laughs> sipping it all day. Yeah. You, like, know, when you, you don't get the ready-made EAAs yet. You still get the BCAAs in the cat where yeah. people will mm. drink them the day. You don't get that with the AAH yet, but um, the fact is, yeah, you need pools and spikes. Yeah, yeah. you you talk about the pool, the spike. If, you, if it's overflowing, it's, you know, you flood it's, the yeah. Maybe, maybe one day we'll get someone to talk about digestion, or we can have a short uh, episode on digestion because it seems to be a big part people miss. You know, sipping drinks all day. 
eating, yeah. grazing and, all and, day. And blending food all day, yeah. or having just protein shakes. Yeah. protein shakes. The juicing and diets. You know, the enzymes and the chewing, the mastication. Mm. Well, yeah. podcast for next week. Yeah, it could be because it's. it's got, thank you. Good on digestion, well, yeah. we, 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 we can kind of give it a crack. As, yeah, as we, we look for, we can give it a crack. Because <laughs> it's it's the <laughs> one, it's the one process I think a lot of people forget. And gra- grazing, you know, the detox, just, juicing, just even just eating slowly, like just, I was saying oh, yeah, in the last post, round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there are so many hormones involved in digestion. You know, and it yeah. takes time you know for the sort of domino effect like mm-hmm. and if you're just eating food quickly quickly there's so much that can go and wrong the impact in... of, like digestive disorders like ibs mm. you know is yeah you know, i was just listening to neil curry's story this morning listening yeah. to him chat he was in a show yesterday at the pullout it was yeah. the first call out look nice at pullout because on stage as he was doing his stomach blew up Oh, oh he's really bad IBS. Oh, no oh. wonder. No wonder he's he didn't like, come. He's had two good shows. He's had about two shows because of IBS. Yeah. Is that stress related? It could be. It could be also depletion related. Like yeah. you yeah. know, something having yeah. depletion and hitting yourself with those carbs really quickly. Yeah, because yeah. he, he always his condition is amazing, and then show day he, he just he can't handle it. So yeah. well, I mean, so but many so yeah. many digestive disorders. Are stress related we've talked about that but also actually just eating slowly yeah and chewing your food properly can alleviate so much of that yeah um giving your food time to digest and before the next meal but like Cons- yes yeah, certain times yeah. talking about, yeah. yeah um my uh brother-in-law my sister's husband he had to leave the navy because of his uh crohn's disease Oh, he had to have an uh, operation on his stomach. He was a submariner. He was in submarines because yeah. the inconsistency of food or like, you know, being under there. Under, uh, yeah. You know, it's just he got medically discharged from him. Yeah. But it got worse because of that. But, you know, it's just, it can be so bad that it causes disability. Yeah. It can. It, wow. oh, it can. Like, digestive oh. disorders are really horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, it's and... why it annoys me when people talk lightly about things like IBS like they've got IBS they haven't because you eat shit you don't have IBS like people say I'm lactose intolerant no you're just eating the massive pizza every day yeah Uh, no yeah yeah, there we go there's lactose intolerance well maybe you'll uh, you'll you'll catch us next week talking about (laughs) that because I think that's it is really important yeah so. Well, I think we'll leave this podcast here. We have chatted for a long time. Oh, yeah. Power yes. has held out. This Andy, what are you up to today? Amazing. Um, I'm going to go train. I'm going to probably get some steps in. I'm going to eat my meals. And then we have a prep life. I'm in Dublin, so I'm going to wander around to get the steps in. Nice. So, that oh, sounds yeah. like a good day. And uh, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm training. Oh, yeah, I'm resting, man. You're resting. Check ins, rest. I'll get my. No, check ins. Yeah, so oh, wow, you guys, I don't work on the I, weekend. Yeah, I, I Saturday. Yeah, yeah, I like Saturday, so that Sunday is just a me day where I don't, I don't think about work. But yeah, it's a good. Well, hope you enjoy Dublin. the gym experience in Dublin, and uh, yeah. yeah, we will catch everyone next week. I'm gonna go and uh, sip some pump formula. <laughs> It is good formula. Yeah. See ya next week.